0: Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, it is Monday, November the 4th. We are rocking and rolling. Man, I am still, and you probably are out there as well, if you listened to our last episode, I am still digesting it, processing it, seeing where I can apply different things in my life. I mean, honestly, it was like automatic Application of you know what I learned on the episode. It was just so much there. We've had so many deep conversations from that episode with a lot of our listeners. So again, we're going to shout out Garnett Briscoe. Man, he definitely opened up his heart, his mind, his experience. Just his his raw energy was just so dope and electrifying for the show last week. So guys, I encourage you if you have not already, please go back, download, listen to the episode. That is episode eleven. Uh, entitled, What Does the End of the World Feel Like? And I think that that's something that you definitely want to do. So check that out. Other than that, um, just to give you a little preview, I guess, into that before you download the episode, he talked about truth, uh, his truth, excuse me, forgiveness, that life is essentially a lot bigger than what we think that it is, and that sometimes we can get caught up in our own stuff and really lose sight of what's certainly important and what's not. And so, yeah, again, I, I can't stop talking about it. I'm probably going to keep talking about it. Uh, we're still sharing it on social media. It's definitely doing numbers. It's an episode that we most certainly will not forget. So, again, from the Grief Bully podcast, Garnett, you are the man. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, you guys can go follow him on Instagram as well at Sherlock Homeboy if you want to learn more about his story and just, you know, who he is. Guys, I am in here solo, no guests, just chilling. It is a vibe. Uh, It is Halloween for those who celebrate Halloween. When I'm recording this episode, uh, I had to do that this week. So we're all good. But when you're listening, it is Monday, November the 4th. And I do have to, you know, talk about November the 4th and just the earlier parts of November and how they do apply to my life. This week, I'm just going to kind of be short with you. Well, I always say that and then I talk a lot. But my intention (laughs) is to not hold you long because uh, I just I just think this is something that's really short. So what I want to talk about this week and, and the PS2 is going to be taking action. You know, we have to take action. You guys have been listening. If you have been following the show, this will be the 12th episode, the 12th episode. And I really want you to walk away today wondering what action have you taken? What have you actually done to apply what you have learned, what you have heard, what has spoken to your soul? Like, it's not enough for you to just listen each week. And, and I appreciate it. Listen, I appreciate all the supporters out there. But This is life-changing work here that I'm trying to do, and and it can't be impactful if we are not applying what we're hearing. So I want to talk about this today, guys. Your sadness is a symptom of your wounds, And, and I'll say that again. Your sadness is a symptom of your wounds. So it's less likely that people are out there and they're just sad, like just sad for no in particular reason although the person and and also myself in certain times in my life may have felt that we were sad for no in particular reason, just, you know, Hey, look, I just, I just feel off today. I'm not feeling right. I'm not feeling like myself, you know, and at the end of the day, that is attributed to something somewhere. There's a connection somewhere in your experience in your journey in your day and in your life that is actually having you feel sad so your sadness is a symptom of your wound. And here on The Grief Bully, what we are trying to address overall and more specifically is grief. So your sadness is a symptom of that grief wound. Like there's no way possible unless you're like a complete tin man, ice cold, nothing in your veins, uh, but ice running through you you are going to be sad from the grief experience. You are going to be hurt. Like there is going to be pain. So for you to have lost someone in your life, complicated or not complicated, and you feel no emotion and you can just say, someone says to you, Hey, how you're doing? I'm fine. I'm good. Like there's no way you could actually think that there's truth behind that. You may not feel as bad as you may have previously, but like there's still something there. There's something rooted in there and guys, it needs your attention. I may have mentioned this before in the past, but your grief and your pain and your sadness, those wounds, it's a lot of times in the inside, it's knocking on your soul. Like, it's like, hey, let me out. I need you to pay attention to me. Like, we cannot just keep continuing to go on through life every single day saying that it is what it is. This is my life. This is just how it is. Again, talking about last week's episode, you know, Garnett shared with us that for so many years of his life, he was depressed, but this is the kicker. He didn't even know he was depressed. And he said, you don't know until you know. So until he began to actually feel better, he didn't even know that he was feeling like trash, right? So how can you start to figure those things out, right? You got to be curious. You got to ask those why questions. Try to figure it out. Dig deeper. Say, hey, you know, why am I feeling like this? What's going on? Like, what's the problem? And and just really try to try to dig into those things. You know, I think writing is a good avenue for that as well. But we have to be curious about it. We can't just be wounded and just walking around like wounded soldiers, right? Because when it comes to being a resilient person, the definition of resiliency is the ability to cope. And I also think that there should be um, healthy resilience and unhealthy. Because for myself personally, just being on my journey and saying, "Yo, I'm a resilient person. I just get through. That's what I do." But I'm walking around here. If it, was, if it was visible, like if you could actually see my wounds, man, I would be shot up. It looked like somebody just did a drive-by right over my body and my heart and my mind. But that's the thing about our pain. We can't see it. So a lot of times when you can't see something, how can you address that? How can you heal that? And how could you even realize that you've been shot? You know. And, and the other thing is other people can't necessarily see that. But when people in your life are seeing certain things and they're bringing that to your attention, like, hey, something's off about you. Like, you just don't seem right. You don't seem like your normal self. Like, let those be red flags. Like, message, maybe something is off about me. Maybe I thought that I was wearing this mask and no one could see it. But the jig is up. Like, they got me. They see that something is wrong. So I have to address that. But I I had a discussion with a friend earlier this week and... She was texting me and we're talking about, you know, some things she's going through. And at the end of every uh, text that she sent, she's like, but, you know, other people have it worse or, you know, but this is just my life. And, you know, but it's like, no, like someone has to give us permission. Right. And I'm going to give you permission. Like you have to know that it is okay to address how you are feeling and how you are showing up in life. Like you do not have to just get through like, let's break that stigma. Like, I'm so tired of people just saying like, yo, just grind, just hustle, just push your way through every single dang on thing. Like, that's not healthy. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes we got to just tighten up our straps and just get through it and push through. But when it comes to grief, listen, that's not one of those things you just get through. Like, it's complicated. You know, I'm getting DMs and messages every single day from people who are dealing with things that they don't even know where to start because of loss. And it's not only just Recent loss is just loss in general that has happened to them. And they're like, yo, I don't even know how to feel or what to do, but I feel lost. Right. And so they're wounded. And because they're wounded, they're sad. And their sadness, again, is a symptom of their wounds. You know, I always talk about this, like we have to nourish our souls, nourish our grieving soul. Like we got to tend to it like it's a little baby, you know, like if you want your child to grow up healthy and become a productive member of society, then you need to take care of them. You've got to be there. You have to show them the attention that they need. I always pair too to this, you know, if you're sick, you're not going to just continue to just walk around and just wait for your cold to get better. Maybe you will. And guess what? When you do that, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better, eventually you'll need medication or some sort of attention. And that's the same thing here. It's no different, guys. Like we are human beings, but we are not meant to just be Iron Man or just these people who, you know, can just bear anything. And so when it comes to grief and loss, I think that's something that needs our attention, uh, especially needs our attention because it can lead to a lot of other things that could become more complicated, you know, depression, suicidal thoughts, uh, you know, play with anxiety, and it's like if you're walking around with all that bottled up and you're not getting the proper medication or attention, um, and I, and by medication I don't actually mean prescribed medication. In some circumstances, I'm I'm sure that that's true, but here I just mean sometimes you just need to give pay attention to yourself. You know, look at yourself in a mirror. I know some people might have a hard time with that, but look yourself in a mirror and be like, "Yo, are you good? Like, what's up with you? Like, you're you're off." You know, it is okay to talk to yourself. You know, like these are things that I think sometimes we are getting caught up in society where everything is just moving so fast. So you can think, well, where is the time? Like, how do I even have the time to check on myself? I have kids, I have a job, I have all of these responsibilities. So my sadness and my pain, it's got to go to the back. You know, and I think this, and I don't want to park here too long because this is a whole nother episode in itself, but I think denial has a grace. And I've talked about that before briefly, but sometimes when you first lose someone, there's a sense of denial, right? And sometimes that lasts longer than maybe is healthy, but sometimes it is a good thing, right? Because originally, uh, initially, excuse me, when you first lose someone, maybe it's too much to bear it all at once, right? But when that denial is just going to the point where you're not even recognizing yourself anymore, you're not even realizing like, oh man, I just lost my dad. I just lost my mom, you know, my daughter, this just happened, you know, like sometimes guys, we have to circle back. Let's circle back to the time when we actually got shot. So, like maybe you got shot, wounded, whatever complications came in your life, the grief, the adversity, the obstacles, and you just kept dragging that leg along. You just in this war, you just going through, you just putting more on your back. Then then this is the listen, if I was in church, I would have said, Can I get an amen? Because this is the thing. When we're in that battlefield and you're in, in war and you have those those battle buddies, right? When you're just dragging your leg along, man, I've been shot, bro. And then you see your brother or your sister on the ground. What do you do? You try to pick them up, too, and put them on your back. And now you're carrying people when you've already been wounded and shot. So you can't even take care of the fact that your leg is hanging on because now you're trying to carry this person. So That's another reason why we lose sight and we cannot pay attention to the sadness that is a symptom of our wounds because we are focused on helping other people. Rightfully so. I get it, right? We want to show love to people in our lives, but sometimes it has to be just about you. It has to be just about you sometimes, guys. So I just want you to understand that, that I'm not telling you not to care about other people, but in this season, you have to take action for yourself, Again, I'm thankful for you listening to this show. Like, shout out to you. You're super dope for being a part of the Grieffully Tribe, but it is no sense of being a part of this tribe, listening to anything I say or supporting what I stand by, if you're not going to take action. Like, I don't I don't need you to listen to make me feel good. I want you to listen because you want to take something from those episodes and apply it to your life and also put that out there for other people. Like it's, it's a, you know, a domino effect. We want to make sure that everyone is doing well and learning to grieve well, but we cannot heal what we won't address, guys. So I hope that that so far has been good for you. I want to jump into our In Love and Memory segment. And I've talked about this before on the show. And if it's your first time listening, our In Love and Memory segment is a part of our show that is very, very important to us to humanize those that have gone on, uh, our angels. So if it's a guest on the show, we more than likely would shout out their loved one. People DM me and message me and, and want to hear their loved one recognize, right? And so today I want to recognize my grandfather. And I talked briefly about him in my first episode, but today is Monday, November the 4th. And unfortunately for me, November the 5th uh, will make 23 years since my grandfather's been gone. 23 years. When I was doing the math, I'm like, wow, that seems like forever ago. And and in reality, it was. It was quite a few decades. But the reason why it was important for me to talk about it again today is because that was my first grief experience. That was my first real uh, face-to-face with death. And I'll never forget it for as long as I live, it it, it broke my heart, but I didn't even know what it really did to me at the time. But I recall my uncle saying, you know, your grandfather's going home to be with the good Lord. And, and really, I think that was like the only explanation that I ever heard, you know, it was like, everyone was trying to figure things out going to, you know, going to the funeral home, doing all these things. And, and I get it. But again, that was like my first experience with it. I just remember that it showed me now that I look back and that's why I'm talking about it is because you might also be able to look back at some of the losses that you've experienced earlier on in your life or a few years back and see that your symptoms now, I mean, yeah, your symptoms now are still from those wounds, you know, in the past. And when I realized is that, Hey, look, I'm a kid. It's election day. Cause you know, that that Tuesday in November is always election day and we had off school We asked Greg, my grandmom, can we stay over? She said, oh, you can't stay over tonight. Pop-pop's not feeling well, but I'll come and get you guys tomorrow. So we're like, oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, grandma's coming to get us tomorrow. We're going to get McDonald's. It's going to be so great. Night, Pop-pop. Love you. Uh, All this good stuff. And uh, the next morning, when my grandma was coming, her car came to pick us up, but she wasn't driving, and I thought that was weird. But I'm like, okay, that's kind of strange. My grandpa loved his Lincoln, so for him, somebody else to be driving his car, I'm like, okay. Already as a kid, I guess I was 11. I'm just like, that's weird. Hmm. Anyway, I'm excited to go to my grandma's house. You know, I get there now, I see all these strange cars in the front too, and I'm like, okay, like this is weird. You know, and then that's when I go inside and I found out that my grandmother, my grandfather, excuse me, passed away. And so it was very sad at the time and I didn't really fully understand it. But, you know, now as I got older, I did start to realize, you know, that my grandmother's life was affected by it, something that, you know, I would have never guessed or, or really saw or put two and two together that she actually was dealing with her grief. You know, like I never stopped to really think, like, what did her, what was her life like at the fact that she actually, lost her husband, you know? So like, there's so many things that we can't process at a young age and I I don't want to park here too long, but I did want to just jump into that because it has been 23 years uh, on November the 5th that I lost my grandfather and my family lost my grandfather and it was my first grief experience. So it was just worth it for me. In my opinion, it was worth it to me to share that with you guys, because that's kind of where it started. And then it took all the way until I was 33 to actually start doing like grief work and just trying to reach out and help people, but I'm definitely there with you guys. And for the in love and memory segment, I do want to send in love and memory to my family, uh, condolences to my family, and in love and memory to my grandfather. You know, Edward Reeves, Papa, we miss you a lot. And you know, things just weren't the same. You know, once you left, and of course, now we've suffered a couple other losses along the way. So my little immediate family is just kind of. <laughs> dwindling down guys and I know you might not think it's funny but to some extent I think it's funny because I, I'm like man God like I just have such a small family and I feel like every time I turn around like you know we're losing someone but we are stronger for it and uh yeah that's our love and memory segment today so thank you guys for letting me go on a little rant there and uh tangent I didn't mean to but sometimes when you start to tell you a story it just unravels and it's not always clear but I'm sure that there's a point and a reason why I had to touch on that uh, for one reason or another, even if it's just for you to know me a little bit more as your host and just understand the background to me and my story and who I am. So guys, as we're starting to wrap up this week's episode, I really want you to know that a couple things, the most important thing today is when you are done listening to this, I do want you to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself a couple questions. Hey, are you okay? Are you good? What do you need from me? Because I think a lot of times we look on the outside and wonder who can help us. Uh, where can I find resources? Where can I read a book? Where can I? And sometimes it's just as simple as asking yourself what do you need from yourself. And that you might have the answer and the cure for, for your own pain. But until you can ask that, things can be difficult. And then say to yourself too, am I taking action? Have I taken any action from listening to the past uh, 11 episodes of the Grief Bully Podcast? Have I taken any action whether that's for myself, you know, or to pass it to someone else. But, but mainly this episode is about for yourself. It's not enough to just listen. You have to be curious about your healing, be curious about your personality and why you're reacting in certain ways that you are, you know, why do you show up in certain ways that you do? Because it's not a mystery guys. Like it's not, there are answers there, but you have to look for them. So I want to encourage you to look for those answers. Be curious about your healing Be focused and be intentional about your healing as well. Guys, and our inspirational boost, I want to jump into that before we head out of here today, is brought to us by Adina J. Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through their decorated apparel, uh, wood signs, tumblers, and more. Guys, also, I want to make a note here that Adina J. Designs has officially launched their clothing brand. You can follow them on Instagram at Adina J. Designs for their designs, but you can also go to their website, shout out to them, AdinaJ.com. You can find out all, see all of their new fall lines, sweatshirts, crew necks, t-shirts, and so forth. And they sponsor our inspirational booth. So please go check them out. Our inspirational boost is a part of our show and our segment where we like to bring in a quote, something thought provoking for you for the week. Again, it's Monday uh, for our episodes. So we'd like to have something for the week. This week's quote is... Stay strong. Things will get better. It might be stormy now, but it can't rain forever. That is awesome, guys. And when the rain stops, you got to take care of those wounds. We can continue to keep going through the storm. We can continue to keep going through everything that life throws at us. But if we are not healing, if we are not sewing up those wounds, putting the proper Healing, because I don't want to even say bandages. I almost said bandages, but that's what most of us are already doing, myself included. It's actually time to rip those bandages off and actually see what's under there, guys. I always appreciate you. I have such a beautiful fan base. Do I even want to call it fan base? I don't know why that slipped out because I like to call you guys fans. I don't want fans, uh, but people that are part of my tribe. So part of the grief bully tribe they're so dope they're always sharing things reaching out and keeping the show alive and helping us to feel good you can support the show our patreon link is will be in the show notes if you want to support the show 499 a month that's all we're asking to help keep the show going along if you have any questions about that you can feel free to email us at the at gmail.com if you want to uh, submit someone for the in love and memory segment you can also email us at the at gmail.com and we would certainly love to hear from you guys. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review. It helps the show get in front of more people and go a long way. It has been another great episode. I know it was a little rambly, and I am completely okay with that. I love just being my authentic self, and and it's really dope when you know your own truth and you know your intention. And my intention is nothing else but to help you guys become better people, to heal, and to grow together. Listen, you already know, guys. I am your host, Jay nicole follow me on Instagram. I love hanging out on Instagram. I'm always posting something, doing something fun or crazy over there or inspirational. Okay. It's more inspirational, but a little bit of fun as well. Follow me on Instagram at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. As always, you already know love and light. Peace.